0: We
1: Amen. We have people all in right now. Alright. All right. oh, well, the scanner in the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 We just give it a few more minutes. Amen. Before we go ahead and get started. In to the woman of God on tonight. i Okay. Yes. He is alive. All right. Everybody, we getting ready to call in. Thank you, out There are some people calling in right now. Thank you for tuning in to the Align Prophetic Shift Podcast Network. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to ELR CrossFix Podcast Network. Alright, we're gonna get through Hallelujah. Come and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 All right. The thing tonight Amen. is there's a war going on on tonight, hallelujah, on tonight, Amen. and we get ready to introduce the song yeah, and us on tonight. We'd like to welcome everybody to ELI Prophetic and Podcast Network, and this Eagles Life Restoration Ministries on tonight, hallelujah, we're going to bring forth this powerful woman of God on tonight. Hallelujah to the least. Amen. The Word of God. Power the direction of the Holy Ghost. God leader on tonight. Hallelujah. You're introducing our inactive Bible study. Amen. So those who want to come in tonight and do fellowship with us on tonight. You're more than welcome to fellowship with us on tonight. And we're introducing the Son on tonight. And introduce to others on tonight. None other than the Honorable Dr. prophet Linda May, on tonight. God.
2: Bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. It's another Thursday night. Amen. Our theme tonight is there's a war going on. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. We have a, we changed our phone number simply because this phone gives us more clarity. Um, so that's why um, we thank God for the opportunity to stand before you. In the Holy Ghost. Amen. You can turn your Bibles to the book of um, Ephesians 6 and 10. Once you get that, then um, we'll go forward. Ephesians 6 and 10. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Ephesians 6 and, and 10. All right. There is a war going on. Hallelujah. Pray the Lord. Ephesians six and ten. There's a war going on. Let's go into the battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Father, we thank you now. Father, we thank you for the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you for fresh fire. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. Oh, so, God, we thank you, God, for moving by your power. God, God. In the name of Jesus, for uh, you can retaliate against
1: my Lord. in why I'm God, and every devil at every level. Lord, 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 God, Lord, I command you with every power to go straight to hell. In the name of Jesus, you have no power. My God. My no God. My you God. have no
2: authority. Hallelujah! For all authority belongs to you, God. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah! Now we thank you, now God. Thank you, God. We spiritual battle yes we are now in a natural battle Let in him the use name prophet. of jesus uh, hallelujah god uh, and we thank you god uh, we thank you god for the saints that ain't there uh, and we thank you for the saints that are real saints. Uh, and we thank you now uh, and we pray a blessing uh, on the earth in the name of jesus uh, hallelujah now uh, hallelujah now uh, okay, Halle- oh, oh, uh, Let hallelujah him use in the name of Jesus, uh, we thank in advance, uh, we dance in advance, uh, hallelujah. Uh, in this time, God, uh, we killed the bush, uh, uh, we decree a blessing, God, uh, on a family, God. Uh, I am a bush, and uh, uh, we command under control uh, the atmosphere in which we fit, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, hallelujah. Uh, nothing to stop us or block us or hinder us, uh, in the name of Jesus, yes. uh, I mean, praise in advance. amen and amen. Let's go to war. Hallelujah. Let's Hallelujah. go to Ephesians 6 and 10. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I was telling my daughter the other day, I said the Lord is giving me this message. This is before this thing happened with Russia and the other country. Hallelujah. So it was not anything planned, but it was this God. And we have to understand that as the, as the people. We are going to have battles. We have confusion, but you understand that the world is in two different places. In the natural, yes, there's a fight all day long. Fight with our children, fight with our husbands, fight on your jobs, fight on traffic and things like that. There is a, there's a fight in the natural, but I want you to know there is something in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. That have taken place uh, over the years, even in our churches and, and even in our homes uh, and even with the kids. Uh, hallelujah! Uh, there is a battle going on in the atmosphere, oh my God. and sometimes we can't figure out what's going on, but we can't kind of fi- we don't have to figure out anything. We have to know that there is a battle. why? Because end time is coming. End time is coming. So we have to be prepared. For everything and everything and anything. And this is why God gives us the Word of God. This is why God has told us to have a fasting life. This is the time, this is why God's telling us having a a powerful life in Christ with Him. To know Him and the partner of His sins. Know Him and direction for your life. Know Him because that's what His desire for us. That we are walking And end time, prophetic anointing. Hallelujah. So for that reason, we must realize that that the battle is not ours, that the battle belongs to God. And when we get ourselves in the Word of God, hallelujah, we're entrenched into the Word of God, that we know, that the Bible says that we know, that all things work together for the good. It doesn't feel like it's good. In fact, I don't know, it, it, it makes you feel really mad and, and disgusted. When you look like how they've taken prayer out of school. And yes. it looks like all these things are going on. Everything's going on in the world. It seems like it's backwards. Uh, uh, men with men and women with men. And, uh, government's going upside down. Everything, it looks like, what? Because it is now the entire prophetic it that have called God has spoken from Isaiah. The same prophet. God has spoken it. These things are now coming to pass. So for us to understand that where the real battle is, the real battle is not in the book. The real battle is relationship with Christ. Yes. The real battle comes with your knowing who Christ is. The real battle is when God calls you. God's not going to call your pastor and say, well, did so-and-so have well, had a good life? Would he take care of his family? Did he do no 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 no? God's going to come to you and let you know whether you have done what right or whether wrong. So the real battle is now in the word of God.
0: God. Not
2: around the battle, not near the battle, or sitting in the back and saying, Amen, Amen. But the real battle now comes entrenched in the Word of God. Entrenched means I am down. I'm engrafted. I'm in between. And I know that the Word of God is true and right of by itself. I cannot be confused. I cannot be lost. I cannot say, between two opinions. I cannot preach one thing and live another. I cannot say one thing and do another. Why? Because now, this is now in time prophetic anointing. I don't know if you ever watch TV, but in the last couple of days, Russia, have decided they want to invade Ukraine, the, the country next door. The world has not had this kind of war from the uh, from the nineteen fifties and sixties, and even even before then, um, with uh, with France and England and all these other countries that came together against uh, Hitler uh, in Germany. This is another prophetic word that is spoken from the heaven, that it had to happen. It had to happen because of man's sin nature. Yes, is that what you said? That you know that gas crisis is going up. Why? Because now you have all this fuel you have all this stuff back up and even the government has said to themselves that they have all this stuff stored away in the case of um, that we need it so god's word is being fulfilled right there every day on tvn cnn yes. and any other channel god's word is being fulfilled These. Are it is no time to be confused there's no time between a tomb and you if that can't be, be, be anything else because God's Word is being fulfilled again and again and again yes. remember in the Old Testament that when Israel sinned Israel sinned yes. when the people of God sinned, they had to pay a price for it yes. well now we have to pay a price for for it's now, even though we're filled with the Holy Ghost, and we know all these things, we have to pay a price. Hallelujah! Because sometimes we don't do what God calls us to do. He doesn't. We haven't go where God holds us up. He's not even. These are the things you've done. That he told you to do, but you've not do because now the Holy Ghost is moving by His power, not by Gunda's power, not by Elkan's power, not by all the power, but the power of the Living God. It's on the earth and moving in such a way that we know it is God. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Here, here we have, in this book, this book was written by Paul. Paul wrote at least a third of the, of the New Testament. Paul was the one that decided um, he wanted to fight against God. And then it tells us in um, the book of um uh uh acts i think it is he says i said paul so why are you fighting me and so paul decided that he was going to go on a terror attack and just beat up everybody kill everybody do everything that he wanted to do and battle that fire because he was he was one of those men that had power he had authority in the land but paul uh ended up being knocked down on the damascus scroll, i think it's in acts 10 or 9. And let them know. Look here, Paul. I'm in charge of you. Well, Paul now writes to these churches, and the Ephesian church especially was a church. It was a big seaport area. In other words, there was land, but there was a lot of sea. And anytime you have a a lot of land, a land and sea together, there are a lot of different different mixed cultures. Like you go to Miami, you find the Jews, you have the Gentiles, you have all these different people. So it's the same thing right now today. And here in the Ephesian area they had people that were there that were doing things so nasty and so mean. They were having sex in temples. They were doing all kinds of things because they didn't care. Well Paul founded this Ephesian church right here in the same pot. What happened was they established a church. Paul went away and in the process the Ephesians was acting really crazy, and then they started going back to the old roots. And we you know sometimes, now I can't tell you everybody, but some folks, some saints give their lives to Christ, and in a month or two or a year or two, they then not backslid. And they've not back, they backslid because they choose to. Nobody don't choose to, to backslide, but they do it because they want to do. Mm. They decide who they want to serve. And we don't want the people to serve other gods but they want us to serve our god our L O E, our jesus well by the time you get to the book of ephesians 6 paul is ending up his dissertation about who the real enemy is who's the real monster who's the little clown with a crown hallelujah this man this 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 scripture is now letting you know who you're fighting. You ain't fighting, crazy folks. You ain't fighting other Christians. But the real battle now in Ephesians, he's, he's telling them now, this is who you are really fighting. It is not a person. It is not your mama. It's not your daddy. It's not your kids. It's not your baby and them. But it's a spiritual force. It is a spiritual enemy that you do and you fight every day. whether you're in the grocery store and there's a fight about how you what you eat, or whether you're in the grocery or, or are you in traffic and, and somebody pulls up to you and start cussing you out. The real battle, the real battle is entrenched within our spirit man. That's what Paul says now, I want you to know it's not about your husband. It's not about your wife. But it's your relationship with Christ. Amen. All right. So let's go here. Let's begin to start at Ephesians 6 and 10. And he says this. He says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. So that means, finally means he is now saying, in the conclusion of this battle, all the things that we, I fought, all the things we discussed, all the things, whether it's your marriage, here in Ephesians also, it talks about marriage in the, in the, in the previous chapter. But the different things. So he's saying, finally, after all these things, that I'm telling you about the Galatian church. The nastiness, the meanness, the control. But now, finally, I'm going to conclude the matter and say, finally, my brother, my brother, my brother. Amen. I want you to know who the real enemy is. He says here, it says the three commandments of the master, and the scriptures that Colossians three and four and one. It says he acts in the same affections uh um, of a manner of affection, so now God's speaking to the conscience in other words, he speaks to the outer man says, hi it's just bias, bias so let me go I don't feel good but the inner man is speaking to you the spirit, the real the spirit man that god's trying to contact and teach you I'm speaking from my inner man I'm speaking from my inner soul I'm speaking from the word of God that the real thing is now finally my brother don't don't, under, don't try to think about how I this didn't happen and that didn't happen and you didn't miss and you you lost your job. He said, but finally my brother, I'm talking to the inner man. let's have have a conversation let's have a spiritual conversation because if you don't understand the spirit you cannot deal with the natural why do you think people are crazy why do you think people are killed why do you think folks There's so many bipolar people saints in the church why do you think there's so many crazy folks in the church Why? because their spirit man is not in contact with the godly man. Uh-oh. So the godly Uh-oh. man Uh-oh. in him will tell you, don't do that. But the spirit man that is not contacting with God, is he's lost, he's confused, he's upset. So now Paul's telling, look here, crazy fool, you crazy person, look here, finally, my brother, in the conclusion of the matter. Yes, Lord. It's that finally, my brother. Listen, I'm Paul. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So He's saying, Saints, look here, there's going, to be middle, there's going to be many days that you're not going to understand. It's not. It's going to have many days that you just don't feel good. You you have many days when it looks like everything's going the wrong way. It looks like as a word. It looks like I just didn't. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have even just got up out the bed. But finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord." Instead of being strong on your mama, instead said, being strong on your daddy, instead said, being strong on your job, instead said, being strong because you're a policeman and you have that badge behind you. He said, but finally, my brother, I want you to understand there's a battle, there's a spiritual battle going on. He said, finally, my brother, be strong. You know, when you go go to the gym and you, you flex your muscles because you're building strength. You're building might. You're building authority in the natural. He says, "But be uh, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might." Yes. So that means we as states have power we have we have power and we have authority when we call on the name of jesus we have we can gain strength spiritually when we call on the name of jesus that's why he tells us to call on the name of jesus because every time you call the name of jesus you're calling his strength to him. His strength is coming to you. Every time he says, When you call on the name of Jesus, call you calling to yourself. I'm calling my strength. I'm calling my power. I'm calling my authority. I'm calling God because I now am in him and he is in me. Calling my brethren, be strong. I mean, don't be no wimp. Some people are wimpy. Some people are wimpy be in the gospel. But people don't, there would be in the gospel. Then you say something, I don't know. So what you think, sister so-and-so? Now you need to know the Bible for yourself. You need to know the Bible for yourself. I understand there is a process of learning. There's a process of growing. But 30 years later, you shouldn't be in a process. Now you should have a relationship. Why? Because you're fasting, you're praying, you're Seeking the face of God and now I need to know Christ for myself, for my personal savior. I don't need to be a personal savior for them, but no, I need to know Jesus for myself. So I can't be wimpy in the word for 30, 30 years. You can't be wimpy in the word for 10 years. You ought to have a brain, a spiritual brain, not a physical brain, but a spiritual brain that the word says that we must line, we must line up with God, the line upon line. And precept upon precept. I want you to know in the book of Revelation that the, the, the seven the seven churches of Asia, hallelujah, every church had a mess. Every church, some I mean of the churches were lying and cheating and fornicating. Hallelujah. Why? Wow, they didn't know no better. They just did what they wanted to do. They they move by their feelings and you know what you get caught in the middle there because you act like you don't know what's going on or you go right along with the mess but when you learn the word of god you can walk away from mess when you know they're teaching you things that are against the will of god yes yes finally my brother be strong in the lord and in the power of his might which means i've got the power of god in me yes when you have when you have given your life to Christ, you have confessed it and possessed it. So let me let me clarify that. Now you confess it and possess it. You can confess you're filled with the Holy Ghost, okay? But if you're not possessing it, you're still not doing right. Let me explain that again. I can confess I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. But I cannot possess it if I'm not doing what the Word tells you to do. Hey, whoo, hallelujah. You cannot possess it and and do the same thing uh, and lie. That's why he said possess and confess. So I can confess and say, but if I don't possess salvation, doing what I'm used to do 30 years from now. Or 40 years from now. No, you're doing exactly what you're doing. You are confessing it, but not possessing it. Because like children, we're supposed to spiritually grow. You know when you go to school, you start school, you got your pre-K? You know anything, saying? Just, you just do little colors, and just run around in a circle, and you play happy songs, and you go, that's pre-K, and then you're going on to first grade, second grade, and... And you start going. You learn how to write your name. You like how to know your address. You you know. Then you grow up, and you, then you get to say by look okay, here. By the time you get to sixth grade, ah, oh, now I'm almost a teenager now, and I'm growing. Well, the the Bible is that way. Your spiritual life, our spiritual life, should connect as if it is with God. So if you're still not growing spiritually, you still confused spiritually. Then we need to go back and check out where we really are in the Word of God. We must grow spiritually in God every day. Now you said, Preacher, why do you say that? Well, I can tell you that I can read my Bible every day and there's something new there every day. I study it. I just don't say, oh, uh, Mary had a baby. No, Mary, yes. Who was Mary? Mary was mother, the mother that uh, Jesus baby. Um, where was she born? Who was her family line? Uh, stuff like that. So, uh, and how was her her angel experience? And how come she didn't run and hide? Because I wanted to know. You know, you got to dig into your word, so that when things don't line up with the Word of God, you can know that folks are teaching doctrines. Uh, not so much not the whole thing but certain things. So we have to grow spiritually every day. We have to get a scripture and memorize it every day. And if you're not so swift, get one scripture and memorize it the whole week long. And that way you're constantly spiritually growing in God. Amen. I just don't wanna I just don't want to memorize the word. I wanna know the word. And then when I know the word, I have to have experience in Christ. So I'm not just Paul sitting there and saying what Paul said, but now I'm actually experiencing Paul and know how he felt. And when he was in the jail and, and how when things happened, they, they begin to continue. And even the jailer fell down and said, I, 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 I want to serve that God you serve. Why? Because now you're going into the Word of God and you're not coming out the same person. You are growing spiritually in God. And you know what? I personally am afraid of folks who do not grow spiritually in God. And then they start saying stuff like, oh, you know what? Well, they think they know all that and, oh, they don't know the Word and then, no, no, no. It's about your spiritual growth. That's right. Your spiritual growth. What if your pastor dies? What about your spiritual growth? What happens if your mama that taught you that she dies? What? Well, they're no longer there. Where are you? You've got to have a relationship with Christ. Because he, when he calls us, ain't nobody else going to answer. So we have to have that relationship with Christ so we can grow in him and know who he is in him. 11 says, and put on the whole armor. Well, now, this is the first time he says, I'm telling you something to do. First, he says, the power, I'm giving you power and I'm authority. Well, thir- well the next verse, 11 says, it says, and put on the whole armor of God. Put on something. Put on your word, put on your power, put on your authority. Now who you're stuck, put on, which means I literally take something and I place it on me spiritually. So he said, put on the whole armor of God. You can't go out to battle and you ain't equipped. You in the military? If you say you're in the army, you you have, they issue you your own gun. They they issue your own ammunition. They issue your own clothes. They issue everything you draw. Everything it issues you everything. Why? So you can be prepared. So he says, Paul saying to to the Ephesians, now I'm moving. I gotta go somewhere else. I'm apostle, but put on the whole armor of God. Put it on literally pick it up and put it on you spiritually put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to what stand some of us don't stand like I said some of us just fall out some of us just give up some of us just you know you you get saved and then two or three years later you just you just gone back out in the because you ain't you didn't put on the whole armor. You might have put in a leg or two. You might have had something in your hand, but you dropped it. You dropped the bucket, you dropped the ball, you have moved on and you just crazy as you wanna be. Or you, you you gotta I gotta make up my mind that it's time for me to give my Lord life my life to him again. You know what? We just we just crazy because between then and there we could have been we could have gone on to hell. So that's why he's saying to them, put on the whole armor of God, put on everything. Don't act like you don't know what you're doing. Don't act like you don't know how to pray. Uh, don't act like you 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 know you you just no 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 no. The, the promise the God tells us t- tomorrow is not promised. You don't we don't even know we'll wake up in the morning. We don't even know we'll, we'll live to the night. He tells us to. Put on the whole armor of God that we can stand. He worked by the other folks. He said you put it on. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand. So there's a stance position. There's a position of standing for God. Of standing no matter what happens. Standing no matter who dies. Standing no matter what I'm going through. Standing when the enemy comes. Standing when the computer don't work. Standing why? Because I stand. And a stand means no matter what I do. I'm standing right now here and I'm not moving. I'm not moving by the enemy. I'm not moving by his words. I'm not thinking about what he said to me or what he done to me. He said, but stand therefore. Stand against the wiles of the enemy. Now, that word wiles, okay, wiles means different tactics of the enemy. God gives us different tactics of the enemy. In other words, you, know, you might come one day and the enemy wants to love you that day and want to give you 100 bunch, 100, a whole bunch of money. Okay, maybe the next day, well, oh, you want some more money? Well, okay, I run out of some money, but come on, let's go and I'll people and rob a bank. Okay, because the enemy finds out what's your most weakest link and there's nobody in the earth that does not have weaknesses. But the enemy studies. I want you to know about the enemy. The enemy strategizes. The enemy strategizes with you. The enemy shifts back and watch with you. The enemy stands there and waits on you. The enemy knows you when you don't know yourself because he's watching and seeing how he can overthrow you. He can kill you. He can knock you down. He can beat you up while you're trying to figure out, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I, I went to sleep and I woke up this way. Mom, something wrong. My head hurt. My foot hurt. My turn hurt. And I ain't got no money. Why? Because the enemy is now sat there and said, you know what? They ain't got no money, so i hide their money. Or or they'll go somewhere and they lost their money. Why? Because the enemy is strategizing you. You know, you don't argue. Suppose you lost them, why? Why are you gonna go and cuss them folks out? Whether they lost it or not. And if they lost it, you go and turn them, I made a mistake. But the enemy strategizes. He'll let you get on the bus. And on the bus, all these cussing folks Everywhere, and all you send yourself, you ready to get mad up? They even to cuff them out, cause you on the bus. But then you say you you delivering for the Holy Ghost. You you're you a savior, you a born again believer. Oh, but the enemy knows how to strategize. The enemy knows how to find your last bucket, your last money, your last thing. The enemy will look at you and laugh at you from a distance. The enemy he will walk out and aggravate you and then turn around and laugh at you because it's the enemy in them. Y'all don't know, but sometimes the enemy right in you and you don't know it. The enemy is right there silent. Yes. The enemy is a, 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 what do you call it? quiet, quiet assassin? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The enemy is like a quiet assassin. Okay, and he talks to you. Yes, he does. He talks to you and he makes you mad and get you upset and I get you so mad so I can just say anything, I can do anything or go anywhere because the enemy is knows how to push your button. And the best way you can do is not to be pushed by the button is just shut your mouth. Oh God. Not even just shut your mouth. Get in your car. Shut up. Because God's trying to give you a blessing, but you just messing because you decided. I'm fed up with it. But how dare us? We tell God what to do. How dare us? You tell God what? No, 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 no. Yeah, well, you go ahead and tell him. But he ain't gonna do nothing until you get ready. He can print you. He can promise you a uh, hundred thousand dollars. But you know what? And even if he told it, he gonna do it when he ready. He ain't gonna do it when you want it. You can cry. You can scream. You can. You can rob a bank, but the bottom line, God ain't going to do nothing until he wants to. But we try to rush God. We try to tell God what to do. But God ain't a puppet. God is just God.
1: My God.
2: Hallelujah. And that's why I tells us to put on the whole armor. So don't have no half, don't have an armor. You have, you have your armor on. on you have the, the part that you want to cover you in the front but you ain't got no, you ain't got no cover to back, in the back, and then the, man turn, the enemy turn around and, and just kick you in the butt, because you ain't covered the whole armor, <laughs> you took your That's money from it. the back pocket, and you don't even know why you hollering, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, yes to Jesus, yes to Jesus, because the same little man on the bus will then rip, rip you off, and get on that, off the, the, the bus, and you don't know what, Happened. Why? Because you were so busy acting like you're crazy and then Amanda took your money and left because <laughs> we don't have spiritual wisdom. Wow. We don't have spiritual mindset. We don't have spiritual DNA. All we want is praise the Lord. Praise. Yes, praise the Lord. Yes, he says, and all things give things, but you've got to have some wisdom. Yes. Wisdom. My Bible tells me, say, wisdom is a principle thing. Okay, the wisdom is the principal thing. And that's what God told me one day. He was telling me that I created the heaven and the earth. And then he said to me, he said, let me tell you what. Wisdom was right there when God did wisdom. I said, okay, God, I, said, I don't think that's too much information. He said, no, I'm going to let you something. I'm going to school something to you. He said, you know what? That when I spoke the world into existence, that wisdom is right there with me. It was sitting me right there on my and saying to me, I know that. He said, because I had to speak the earth into existence before I could speak man into existence. In other words, there might be a man, but there would be no earth to put it on. So we got to have wisdom in everything we do. Some people just run their mouth. Talk, 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 talk. Because you know what? You just, talk, you just listen to people long enough and you know what's in their mind. You know what's in their spirit. They know when they're evil. You know no, why? Because they don't tell you everything about themselves. The enemy is cunning. But after a while, the enemy will just run their mouth for no reason at all. If you just shut up and listen, the enemy will tell you every tactic of the enemy. And all you got to do is just shut up and be quiet. The enemy will tell you everything about your own self. But in the process, the enemy trying to tell you about yourself. He'll tell him about himself. And he'll let you know he's cunning. You'll let you know that he's a stupid fool. You'll know that they're crazy. You know they're understanding. You know they're ignorant. You know these things. So why would you argue with a fool if there's a fool? And I was talking to God one day. God said, shut your mouth. Hallelujah. If you argue with a fool, you're just as foolish as they are. Yes. Hallelujah. Because I'm the wisdom to you. I'm just trying to give you a Understanding. I'm going to open the door for you. I'm going to allow your ministry to go forward I'm going to do this thing if you just shut your mouth because I have ordained danger. Ain't no man or danger God or net or danger. I will live long enough to what God called me to do Why? I'm putting on my whole armor. I can't walk around with my my My, my chest cavity out here, and my butt hanging out for somebody to jab me in my back and kill me. I can't, I can't walk around with all the shield of faith and and all the feel, all the feel of faith in my life and the feel. I can remove the mountains, yeah, but then I act like a fool and I cuss folks out and I cheat and I lie. No, that's not the whole armor of God. We're supposed to be saints, not ain't. Well, he says, now we're in the meat of the process. Paul says this, he says, for we, we, we the saints. Yes, we, the angels. Yeah, but we, we, he says, oh, he says, and we, that's a small word. And we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So now I'm letting you know who we are fighting against. I'm not walking there with my beautiful clothes on and, and, and tie you, But the real enemy is within us. Sometimes the enemy is within us. We have to know that we know that when we give our lives to Christ, there will be a battle. There's a battle between good and evil. There's a battle between heaven and there's a battle as long as we are physically in these bodies, there will always be something in us to fight against us. That's why Paul said, "For we, we the church, we the we the, the saints, we have souls. There's a tug of war going on. There's a tug of war in your spirit, man. When I Paul says, when I, I, I oh, I the apostles that wrote all these books, I Paul. When I went to do good, there were evil were present. My God. So when I do good, there's something in the inside saying, "Go do that." And oh yeah, girl, you can get away with that. So he says that the, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. There is a war factor going on here. There is a spirit rebel. Now, Bible calls it. There are spirit rebels that are out to attack us spiritually. There a natural battle. There are spirit rebels out there uh, to fight against to doing right or to doing wrong. Hallelujah. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's why in certain areas of the country. Let's say, for I can tell you about Kentucky. There's certain areas in Kentucky there are more areas of certain countries or places like more and more like 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 schizophrenic or crazy people there's some people some places have more sick sicknesses and deaths because their region and their- Principalities. Their powers, just forms of demonic forces, even in South Carolina, and Florida, uh, hallelujah, in Texas, there's certain, there's certain principalities and powers that try to control the airways. That's why sometimes we get on the airways and you'll see that such a massive attack against the airways because the enemy is trying just to stop us and block us and hinder us from doing what God has called us because they're, they're dominions and powers and Principalities and certain areas. That's what he's talking about here. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, areas, against powers, against the rulers of darkness, against rulers of darkness in high places. So you mean somewhere. That there is some principalities, and powers, and rulers of darkness in high places. You mean that's, oh, that's what the Word says. He says that we're not fighting against us. The principalities, those dominions, those are different levels of demonic forces. They're different levels of demonic forces. Like a captain, a sergeant, a lieutenant. There's different levels of demonic forces, so that when he can't conquer me on level two, okay, he can't conquer me because I'm studying, I'm praying, I'm growing forward, I'm growing for what God me to do. And so now he says, you know what? I can't handle her at this level. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to shift her up to another person. And maybe I can get her discouraged. Maybe I can make her give up. And maybe I can help her get get suicidal. Maybe, uh, why because you can't handle me on my level. Okay. I got another. Nobody tell me what level I'm on. No, no. I love God. I know what God told me to do. I know what God called and ordained me from before the foundation of the earth. So I don't care what devil level you are. God is in control of our lives because it talks about a principalities, principles, polities, and rulers of darkness in high places. Now these things are not happening on the earth. Those things are in the airways, in the stratospheres, in the hemispheres, and even beyond the earth, there are principalities that are there to set us and block us and not even wanting people to know what's going on. And you've got to realize there is a real battle. There is a spiritual battle in us, within us, that's trying to war in the spirit, war against our mind, war against our thoughts war against our dreams, war against the atmosphere. Why? Because these are principalities and powers of rulers of darkness, we're in high places. That's right, that's
1: right.
2: Hallelujah. There are different kinds of, uh, uh, like I said, spiritual rebels. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Spirit rebels. My God. And we have to know how to recognize these things because the enemy wants to keep us bound. But when you begin to know those things, when you begin to understand. That God is in control, even of the spiritual forces. When you begin to know the adversary and, and how to counteract him, when you begin to know that you are free in Him. Now, there I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna close out, and then we'll go. I'm gonna continue another day. But my Bible here tells you that there are different forces, there are different, different kinds of uh, 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 spiritual uh, forces or spirit rebels that are out there to stop us. One is principalities, chief rulers um, in high places, in high ranks, and that would be in Col- uh, Colossians. Two and ten. To call them archais, a r o a c s. All right. First number two. It says the exousias, e x o u, i a s. The authorities of demonic forces, the out there to stop you, block you. The chief leaders of the airways. That's why when the when the hurricanes come, all the all the, the, the things in the airways come down because the enemy has set up traps in the airways, and all it's always the only thing there shows up when that happens. Okay. But the next one is called um, the world rulers of the darkness of this age spirit worlds, spirit leaders. Now we're not talking about presidents. We're not talking about presidents. We're not talking about governments. We're talking about spiritual powers on the earth that are sitting down in the bodies, consuming darkness. Because leaders and people are not crying out to God. That's why Israel, again, every time Israel got upset, And Israel did all kinds of things. God punished him. You don't think that if God punished Israel, God won't punish us? Why? Because we're not doing what God called us to do. We have principalers. There are rules of arguments in high places. And I want you to know who the real enemy is. It is not your husband. It is not your wife. It is not your children. It is not the person on your job. There's a principalities and powers that are sitting there and ready and trying to consume you. Oh, man. Wickedness in high places. Witchcraft. Rich workers. R- root workers. Spiritual things in high places. So don't act like things don't exist. But no, Paul says us, and Ephesians says, this is our real enemy. And you have to know that God is in charge of everything. I read one more, 13 says this. Therefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able and having done all to stand. You have to understand that this is a war. A spiritual war. Not a tactical uh, uh, where we can move tanks and move trains and no, this is a spiritual war. As long as on this earth, as long as we're in these bodies, there will be something that will come against us Constantly, because there's a war between right and wrong. There's a war between good and evil. There is no in between. I can't say I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my life to God Christ today and oh I'll go through myself. No, there is a war, and you have to declare who you serve in Him, because there is a spiritual war, and it will not get any better. Fluish, no flash. It's not going to get any better. You know why it's not going to get anywhere? Because Christ is on his way back. He does not tell us the time. He does not tell us the hour. He He doesn't tell who's going to be in charge, uh, a Republican. there. No, no, no. He said he's coming back for his church without a spot or wrinkle. So check your wrinkles. Check your spots. Check and know who you are in God and know who you belong to because it's not gonna get any better. Father, we thank you for your word. I'm gonna end this out right now. Father, we'll continue this next week. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, as you tell me right now, I'm praying, God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. You know what the word says, God. You said in the last days, God, so I thank you. And god i pray in the name of jesus i come against every spirit to stop to stop to block to hinder and god i pray to touch the mind hallelujah of the leader of russia now in the name of jesus i speak to the enemy god hallelujah to cease and desist in the name of jesus i come against every bezel bug spirit i come against every spirit like, like god i come against his holiness It's high-minded. In the name of Jesus, I come against God because God said your people are free in me. And I pray, God, for those people that live in that country right now. Hallelujah. That are Christians, that are believers, that are filled with the Holy Ghost. I pray for those people, God, that are Jewish. I pray, God, that you do, God, what you are. Do. God, you take care of us, God. You said any word, God, for when my people, uh, who are called by my name, uh, would humble them and seek your place. You said, and then, God, so we stand in your word, God, and we say, then, then to the word, when to the Holy Ghost, when to the fire, in the name of Jesus, and we pray, God, hallelujah, for our children, God, in the name of Jesus, God save them, one by one, name by name, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit, I rebuke every return to demonic force, hinder me, stop me, block me in the name of Jesus. You have no power. You have no authority. You have no dominion. I decree and declare that I walk in the high places of God. I decree and declare that I am a child of the King in the name of Jesus. And we praise you and we adore you and we magnify you, God. Oh, God, for letting us know, God, who the way of Enemy is God. Uh, it is not our husband, uh, It is not our children. Uh, it's not our job. Uh, but the enemy there uh, is there uh, to try to take us out. Uh, but they, uh, the word says that no weapon uh, formed against us uh, shall prosper. Uh, yes. And every word uh, that rises, it gets up, uh, rises uh, against me. Yosha uh, uh, shall be condemned. It's uh, on, uh, on your God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, amen and amen. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. I'll
2: continue this next week. Hallelujah. We have to know who our real enemy is. Yes. It is not. A husband, it is not our husbands. It is not our wives. It is not our children. It is not our grandchildren. It is not anybody you know. It is not anybody just cuts you out on the street. The real enemy that we are knowing, we are have a spiritual warfare. That the tactics of the enemy has got to step it up enough because God is on His way back. We ain't waiting for Him. He is on His way back. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll turn it back
1: over to Erica. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys, Amen. on everybody on tonight. Thank you for tuning in to ELR, Prophetic Ship Podcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation. Amen. And we just thank you for that powerful word. Amen. Come back. Amen. On Thursday night. Amen. On uh, a mantle of prayer. Amen. With the honorable prophetess. Amen. Dr. Glenda Lane. And on Thursday night. Amen. God bless you, and have a wonderful night, and be blessed.
2: God bless y'all. God bless, God bless you. you. Love God you all. You. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. <laughs>